Hi there. Hello world. You are listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio, which is a community radio station where we do a monthly program of English about half an hour with grammar, vocabulary, interviews, and other useful, hopefully useful things. We don't do programs when it's a holiday, but otherwise it's about every month. How was your summer? But we haven't had a program since June, so, you know, it's kind of logical that I would ask you about your summer. Anyway, let's see what we've got for this program. Let's begin with um, the language block, which is kind of good because it's kind of short and it focuses on one thing each time, usually. And so today, um, uh, as usual, I take from questions that my students ask me. And we have this one here. How do you say... In principio, in English. So today I'm going to try and give you some answer to that. Then we are going to talk about guitars. Guitars, because guitars are very popular instruments and I'm sure most of you know the basic parts of the guitars, but do you know these parts in English. So, um, let's do that. And then we've got an interview following that with a person from South Africa called Faith. And she works on a cruise ship and she's going to give us some details about her life and her work. And so you can follow that interview if you're interested. And finally, I think we're going to have time for a song, or at least part of a song. And uh, that's about it for today, so let's see what we can do. And just Let's just take it as it goes and see what we can accomplish. Let's begin with our language block. So, the question from my student or students is, how do you say... In principio, in English. Examples in Spanish would be En principio, sí. Right? Vas a ir a la fiesta. Bueno, en principio, sí. Now, in English, are you going to the party? Mm, well, you wouldn't say in, in principle. Yes. Yeah, no, that would sound very strange. And, and that's not the, the answer that you're expected to give. So... What, then? Well, you've got several options. But just think what you are actually saying with en principio. What you are saying is that if everything goes the way you think, then yes, you will. In other words, if the circumstances don't change or nothing, you know, unexpected comes up, then you can 
and you would like to go. And that is why you say, in principio, sí. You can find this expression in more formal situations too, not just the party, yeah? For more formal situations, you can say, if all goes well, or as planned, or provided all goes well. Here's an example. En principio, el proyecto se lanzará el mes que viene. According to the plans, the project will be launched next month. Okay, I think you get the idea. It's up to the situation, which one you prefer. You are listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio. It's November 2017. This is our English language program with Gabor Legradi, with interviews, grammar, songs, vocabulary. So I hope you learn things that you find useful. Okay, let's move on and talk about things we use. We, well, most of us. Not everybody uses a guitar, not everybody plays a guitar. But most people know what a guitar is and have an idea about parts of the guitar in their mother language. Now let's look at these in English. Right, you can put guitars into categories according to the kind of music you use them in. This is not exclusive, but, you know, generally speaking. You've got acoustic guitars, classical guitars, electric guitars, bass guitars. And, it, you know, the kind of wood you use determines the color, the tone of the guitar. Now, for acoustic guitars, you use metal strings, right? Metal strings means cuerdas de metal, cuerdas metálicas. And nylon strings would be cuerdas de nylon. Now, there's a good thing about these modern guitars. Even if they're acoustic, they have a pickup or a pickup and a microphone inside. A pickup. Built-in, instalado. So these pickups carry... Well, actually, they pick the sound up. Or the signal. And they carry it through cables into an amplifier. And then you can play in concerts, recordings. It's great. Now, um, let's say... If you look at a guitar, you know, the biggest part is the body. And so you've got the top and the bottom and the sides and um, you can have the body made of different kinds of wood as I said the kind of wood determines what sound color the guitar produces 
And, um, yes, then you've got the neck. And the neck has got frets, frets, tejillas. So the guitar is a fretted instrument. Not always, though. There are bass guitars, for example, electric bass guitars that are not fretted. So you just one continuous line, the whole neck. So the strings, las cuerdas, they can be nylon or metal. And, um, well, you, you wind the strings, you wind the strings up around the machine heads, the keys, las, las llaves. Now you use these machine heads or keys to tune the strings to the desired note. Now, most guitars have uh, six strings or more. Um, some have seven, and, and then bass guitars usually have four or five strings. Um, but there exists there exists a great variety of guitars. How do you play the guitar? Well, you can strum the guitar. Strumming the guitar means when you play it by moving your hand or fingers or a plectrum up and down across the strings. Usually you play, you know, rhythmically, um, usually chords. Or you can pick the strings with your fingers or with a plectrum. Often used for solo parts too. Okay, I think this is enough of guitars before we get too bored. And so... Um, Later on in the program, I'm just going to grab my guitar, I think, and play a song. Or at least a verse of a song. So, let's move on. Well, uh, this summer a friend of mine visited Barcelona with his wife. And uh, she's from South Africa. So it was interesting to ask her a few questions that uh, you're going to hear now and the answers to. And um, as usual, I, I will ask you some questions before we listen to the interview so you can you have some, you know, little things to listen out for. So the first question I would like you to find the answer to is what does she do? What's her job? She works on a cruise ship. All right? I'm going to tell you that detail. But what does she do on the ship? Also try to understand why she points out that she's from South Africa. And why does she point out that Africa is a continent? and South Africa as a country. By the way, apart from English, she speaks another language too, um, and maybe others, I'm not sure. But anyway, this one is um, a South African language, and it uses clicking sounds. It's very interesting, so listen out just for those, you know, just because they're interesting. And by the way, what do these clicks represent? Hmm? It's in the interview, explained. 
Now on the boat, on the cruise ship, there are people from all over the world. Um, obviously the guests are international, but who else are, you know, from different countries on, on, the, on the boat? What's the word? Then she um, used to do something else. Now she doesn't. She's got another job. But the question is: Was the transition difficult, or what was challenging, rather, in this transition from one uh, job to another one on the ship? Now, when she says goodbye in her language, does she use the clicking sound? Fine. So let's listen to the interview and when we finish, I will give you my answers. But you make the effort, try and make the effort and find them out for yourself. So I'm here in Barcelona with uh, Faith. Faith is from South Africa and she's actually the wife of a friend of mine who I made an interview with um, a couple of years back. Um, and they both work on a cruise ship. So hi, Faith. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here as well. Um, I know very little about South Africa. So if I say South Africa, what is South Africa for you? You know, the place where you come from. Okay, um, first things first, South Africa is a country. I know people, they, they don't know that uh, South Africa is a country too. I knew that. <laughs> so South Africa is in Africa, like um, Africa is like Europe. So from South Africa, I was born in East London and we relocated to Port Elizabeth. That's where my family is at the moment. And then um, I moved to Cape Town, which is Kapstadt, um, where I saw lots of opportunities. It's a big city. It's very busy. Okay. We're speaking English. Yes. But? Um, South Africa has got 11 official languages. Uh, my mother language is Xhosa. Could you please repeat that? Xhosa. Did you hear that? That's very interesting. Okay. <laughs> Does it have a meaning? That's just the name of the it's language. Just, that's just the name of the, the language. People, they associate it with uh, Khoisan, which is pretty much related to Khoisan, but it's not Khoisan. There's a lot of clicks in the language, but um, it's one of the very difficult languages in South Africa. But we've got, as I said, 11 uh, languages, so we, we all speak English and there's Africans as well. So you can easily express yourself in one of those languages. Okay, now I'm interested in, in this clicking sound that you make. Now these clicking sounds, what are they? It's just a consonant. Like Okay, so they're consonants. Yes. Can you write them down? Yes, I can write them. Actually, they, 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 it's Q. Uh-huh. It's it's cue. What it's like question, mm-hmm. you know. That's a in Kosa. Okay, great. So you you work on a ship, on a cruise ship. Is that the right term? Yes, it is a cruise ship um, full of guests. So it's there's a there's a difference between cruise and um, like the cruise ships is the passenger ships. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then um, there's other ships that is for cargo and everything. But we are on the cruise ships, which is full of passengers. Okay, and on a on a cruise ship, you've got obviously you've got tourists from all over the world. 
I suppose. Definitely. We've got um, tourists from all over the world, but most importantly, the crew. The crew comes from all over. So um, the most common language that we use, of course, is English. Yeah, so I suppose all of the crew must be fluent in English. I think it is very important to know your English because it's the most common language that we use in all these places that we go to. So what do you do on the ship? What's, what's your job? Okay, I started on the ship um, as a spa therapist because at school I learned about holistic therapy and I started working as a spa therapist. Of course, I went up, went to management where I was a spa manager for many years. And then I met my husband who is in the casino and I decided to change jump ships to the casino now so that I can spend more time with him. So now I'm in the casino as a casino dealer. Was the transition difficult? I mean, moving from, you know, the, uh, the spa to the casino? It, it was a bit challenging at first because um, obviously the spa, the, the atmosphere is so relaxing, soft music and everything is just so nice and relaxing, dim lights and everything. And then shift to the casino, which is in open air, there's shows, the theater is situated right next to the casino. There's shows, there's machines, slot machines and everything. It's just so noisy. For me, it was so difficult to, to concentrate because I'm used into the, that atmosphere, which is calm and relaxing. Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. was the only challenge with me. But it came with time. I adjust very easily. Now I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you get a chance on the, on the ship to, to watch some of the shows that are on? Yes. You know, theater, cinema, concerts? Yes, of course. Um, but with us in the casino, we watch most of those shows on a daily basis oh, okay. because the, the theater is just next to the casino. Mm -hmm. And also when I get my time and I've got my breaks and all that, I, I, I get the time to go and sit down and just watch the shows and relax with, with the guests as well. Mm -hmm. Now back to South Africa, just uh, is there any dish that you think of? Of course, yes. I still like it. Like they know when I go home because I spend half of the year on board the ships and then I go home and stay for six to eight weeks, the longest. So whenever I come home, my family know that they have to prepare my favorite dishes, which is African traditional dishes. My favorite one would be umpokoko, which is um, um, a meal with sour milk so you cook milly mill uh it's corn but mm -hmm. uh, you it, they've got a way of preparing it and then you mix it with sour milk that's my favorite one you can eat it in in summer winter any season that's my favorite one okay and um i don't know what are your plans for this year sure you've got some plans um we we are traveling. My husband and I we are traveling. We we see different countries like all the time, and we try and learn something different every day. So for us, the choice is wide. We learn a lot, and we 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 teach each other. We teach mm -hmm. each other languages. We are I'm busy learning Hungarian at the moment. Okay. 
because my husband is Hungarian, of course, and I work for a German company, mm -hmm. so I'm busy learning German as well. So I'm actually learning two languages at the same time. It's not very easy, but I am learning. So um, there's just a lot that we occupy ourselves with. Mm -hmm. You travel a lot around the world, but is there any place that you would you haven't been to and you would like to or you would like to discover a bit more? Um, the only place that I haven't been to, it's Australia. I've, I've seen like pretty much everything by now, but I would love to go to Australia and the whole Australia just to, uh, to discover it more. And uh, yeah, I think pretty much now I've, I've, seen, I've seen it all by now. Wow, so there's a person in front of me who's seen all the world except Australia. That's not bad, great. Now, how about here? Do you like it here, Barcelona? I've, uh, not your first time, is it? It's definitely not my first time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's actually great for me to be here because I remember in 1992 when there was um, Olympics here in Barcelona, I was uh, finishing my high school. I was um, in the competition in South Africa uh, being Miss East London. And um, the sponsor was Barcelona. We were sponsored by Barcelona. Oh. So most of my clothes that I had, they written Barcelona 92 because they were sponsoring me as Miss East London. So for me, it's, it's great that 25 years later, I am here. It's great. I love Barcelona. Okay, great. How would you say goodbye in your language? So, pinasibonane. All right, there is no clicking sound in that. Yes, not, not everything has got a click sound. Some they do, some they don't. But um, Of course, the consonants that appear in some words, and, but not in every word. Yeah? Exactly, it's like that. So um, this time, Sopinas Bonani. Excellent. Well, have a great time. And anytime you're back, well, enjoy the city. It's a great place. And thank you for your time. Thanks for the interview. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, great. Thanks, Faith, for the interview. Here are the answers to the questions. What does she do? Well, she works in the casino, okay? She used to work in the spa area, but now she works in the casino. Second, why does she point out that South Africa is a country? Now, she says that a lot of people are not clear on the difference. So, Africa is a continent. South Africa is a country. Then, who on the ship are from all over the world? Well, the crew. Yes, the crew. That is the la tripulación. So the people who work on the ship, basically. Now, what was the most challenging thing for her in the transition? Now, she says that the uh, spa area where she used to work was very relaxing, quiet. But when she moved to the um, casino, which is an open floor design, like it's, you know, the um, theater is next door. Actually, uh, there's no doors between the two, so it's just one space. And so it's quite noisy because there are shows and programs and the people come and go and the sound of the machines, the slot machines. Um, well, it was just uh, new to her, so she needed some time to get used to it. Um, did she use the clicking sound when she said goodbye? No, she did not. And why not? Well, because the clicking sound is a consonant. 
and so this consonant doesn't appear. So, as I said earlier, we would uh, learn a song, or I would grab my guitar and play um, a song, part of a song, and this is um, Molly Malone. If you've been to Ireland, or you know Irish music, Irish traditional music, I'm sure you know this song. So here's my guitar, and I, I like to play this song in F major, so the chords would be, in this case, um, in this version, F major, then we would have G minor, C seventh, and then um, same thing, F major, but then we have a D minor in between, and then G seven and C seven. So F, and the words are in Dublin's fair city where the girls are so pretty. Let's do this part. And the song is in 3-4, but you don't need to play it as a waltz. Like, you can, you can just play an arpeggio kind of um, picking in 3-4, and then that's, I think that's nice. So here we go. Uh, the first line would be... Dublin's fair city where the girls are so pretty you got it one more time in Dublin's fair city where the girls are so pretty uh, and then we go on uh, F D minor G seventh and C seven so uh, let's do the whole thing from the beginning and then continue. In Dublin's fair city, where the girls are so pretty, I first set my eyes on sweet Molly Malone. Okay, now if you want to learn more about Molly Malone, you can look it up on the internet. Uh, but as for the song, continuing, it goes on like... Um, you could say he, she pushed her wheelbarrow, or she wheeled her wheelbarrow. There are different versions. Um, so she pushed her wheelbarrow through streets broad and narrow, um, crying cockles and mussels. Crack, you know, cockles and mussels, cockles and mussels. Cockles and mussels are seafood. She was selling seafood in the street. So here we go with the second part. So uh, we stopped uh, saying Molly Malone, yeah. And she wheeled her wheelbarrow through streets broad and narrow, crying cockles and muscles alive, alive, oh. And we've come to the chorus part. And the chorus part is, is repeating alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and muscles alive, alive, oh. Here we go. Alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and muscles, alive, alive, oh. Uh, the chords or the chorus, you, you do the same F major twice and then G minor and C7. And then second time you do F major, D minor, G7 and then C7. Fine, so next time we can look at the actual words that make up the song. But uh, now we've got to finish. And what a great way to finish this program by singing, you know, the first verse and the uh, chorus. Then we can say goodbye for today.
Dublin's fair city, where the girls are so pretty, I first set my eyes on sweet Molly Malone. As she wheeled her wheelbarrow through the streets broad and narrow, crying cockles and mussels alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and mussels alive, alive, oh. Great, we can continue next time and learn the rest of the song. But for today, we have to say goodbye. Uh, let's see what we've done. Well, we kicked off with the usual language block. We talked about um, a specific, well, a concrete question from students. How to say in principio in English. How to use it. Then uh, we talked about the guitars a bit. And then we had an interview with... Uh, Faith, the person from South Africa, and she gave an interesting insight into some things of her job and her background, too. And then we moved on to doing a song, a song uh, from Irish traditional music. And um, and we've had time to do the first uh, verse and the first chorus. So I hope you enjoy the show and talk to you later. Have fun, take care, and bye. Bye.